Good day to you. This is Venice Robbins, and you are tuning in to the Venice Venice and Friends page. Okay, now look. So here we go. I have like a Facebook page. I've got the podcast. I've got kind of a couple of things going on in terms of platforms. So I'm thinking I'm on Venice and Friends, but that's the wrong hat. I'm on the Venice and Friends podcast. <laughs> So good morning for all of you who are tuning in. I'm really excited about today's conversation. I have Maria Garcia with me today, who you may have checked out one of the uh, previous episodes that we did about what she's up to in uh, the San Antonio area, uh, really assisting people and empowering them during COVID. And um, at the end of that conversation, I was like, Maria, I think we should come back. <laughs> and she graciously agreed. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how I know I have um, quite a few followers in Houston and what um, I'm excited for uh, Maria to share about. There's actually something similar going on in Houston as well. So um, I'm just going to dive right in, Maria. First of all, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So I'd love for you to share, kind of let's pick up from our last conversation around what's happening in terms of the work that you're doing, what is the work that you're doing, and how do you um, serve people in the San Antonio area? So, um, well, thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share. So, so what, what, um, what I am a part of is an initiative to pass Proposition B on the November 3rd ballot. Mm -hmm. And this is an issue that is really close to uh, my heart and it is um, something we're committed to. Oh, my church is involved in this. Mm -hmm. Other churches are involved, other institutions. Mm -hmm. And what this is, is an opportunity to create a a workforce development program for the next four years to fund it for the next four years that would allow 40,000 families to be trained and develop into uh, careers or trades that are available right now and that would provide living wages and uh, also break the generational poverty that uh, that is occurring all over. This is yes. what's happening in San Antonio. There's a similar um, program that's happening in Houston, and I'll talk a little more about that later. But um, wow, yeah, I and, love it. Yeah, and there is such a need that I'm. I'm normally a quiet person. Mm -hmm. I don't. Uh, I don't. Um, you know, jump on the, the bandstand and I'm not on the stage a lot. And, yeah. um, but this is so important wow. and it's an opportunity of a lifetime for wow. San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And I, I cannot let my shyness get in the way. Wow. Well, thank you so much for doing that. <laughs> And for being courageous, you know, in service of uh, something that is real, an opportunity that's really going to make a profound difference. I mean, if you think about it throughout generations, 
you know, not just in one person, but like children and their children's children. I have to say something. I'm super passionate about this because I myself am someone who, um, I didn't go through like a workforce development program, but I went through a program, which Maria is very familiar with, um, Mm -hmm. that really assisted me when I was a single mom with three kids under five in being able to go to school. Um, I went to Alamo Community College, San Antonio College for my first two years of school. And honestly, I didn't have the resources to to pay for all of my schooling. So I got um, my books were paid for through my program. And also I had assistance with child care. And if I needed like to take the bus, I had bus passes and it was so invaluable, Maria. Because, you know, I was one of those people that I didn't want to just like get assistance. I was on food stamps at the time. Um, But like, I wanted to be able to take care of my family on my own. Mm -hmm. And it was in that time, and gosh, this is over 20 years ago, that I really had, like, it's like the saying, you know, if you give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, he can fish for a lifetime. I feel like that with that assistance and support that I received and empowerment was part of me being able to fish for a lifetime because I went to school. I did my first two years at SAC, San Antonio College, and then I went to um, University of Incarnate Word and, you know, I got my degree and I've worked and I've never been on, you know, any, I've never had the need to be on any type of assistance after that because I was able to financially sustain myself. Um, and I really see, have seen in my own life, the, the ripple effect of that choice and that ability, like that support, because, you know, my children, I have three sons and my oldest son uh, is about to finish his last semester at San Marcos, uh, Texas State University. And, uh, you know, he just got his first job at NASA Space Center as an electrical engineer. Yes. And, you know, I, I really do believe that, like, every time that someone, it doesn't have to be a college degree, I don't believe, but a, a training, a trade training skill training is so valuable as well, you know, just like a college degree is. So it's really elevating and getting trained and developed with skills that can help us kind of come out of, um, you know, financial lack. It really does have an impact. My other son is, um, he does accounting and he lives in Aspen, one of the most nicest area of Colorado. He's lived in Carbondale, which is kind of like the Beverly Hills of um, Colorado and has done very well there professionally in his accounting work. And wow. um, yeah, my other son is in Colorado, Fort Collins, and is literally within the next year going to pursue um, trade school to be an electrician. He mm. went to college and he was like, mom, I just have always wanted to do something more in trade, trade, a trade. And so he's really, we've encouraged him. Look, you don't have to go to college. However, get some type of skill that really has value that can help you financially take care of yourself. So I'm so excited to hear about this. And I myself do plan on supporting (laughs) the bill. So 
tell me more. What else should we know about this? So, um, so there are actually three uh, pr propositions. Okay. And they are on the ballot. And the key to finding them is to, when you go and vote, and I encourage everyone to go and vote yes. on November 3rd, uh, early voting would be ideal. Yeah. And if you're not registered to vote, I can share how to register to vote. Please do. And yes, I'll do that. Uh, and so on the ballot is the Proposition A, which is uh, the continued funding of the, um, I went blank here. So mm -hmm. it, it's the proposition uh, to continue funding for pre-K RSA. And Proposition B is the Ready to Work San Antonio uh, Workforce Program. Okay. For job training and scholarships. And it is the reallocation of an existing sales tax, which means that it, there is no tax increase. It's just allocating the current one quarter of one cent of the sales tax mm -hmm. that would fund um, future job training programs. Wow. And, yeah. And that little one quarter of a new mm -hmm. cent will provide... 38 million over the next uh, annually. Wow. 30 million. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we're already paying that. And so it's just being reallocated for workforce development. And okay. Let me just clear. I want to make sure I'm hearing something. So you're, what I hear you saying is that this is not a, an increase in tax, but it's reallocating funds that's that we are already like from the sales tax correct okay got it Ooh. okay i didn't mm -hmm. know that great yeah yes yes and uh and it will be utilized to train forty thousand people over the next four years and what this will do is um it will focus on high demand occupations that have immediate openings. So there are partners that are ready to, tr to hire mm -hmm. those um, participants mm -hmm. that go through this program and they'll be utilizing wraparound services, which you pointed to, mm -hmm. which helped you in, um, in staying with the program and being mm -hmm. able to, to, um, to study. Yes. And uh, also emergency assistance, like wow. you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, wow. Great. And, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and most importantly, it will include, like I said, the wraparound services, mm -hmm. which is a co personal coaching that participants get to give them the support they need mm -hmm. to continue in their um, in their training and development that's and awesome that is, key. that is key oh my god that is key yes and, uh, yeah and we and um the model for this is project quest which is yes. what you went through yes so, mm -hmm. it is a nationwide class a model that is being used 
uh, for as um, uh, for this program. Wow. And, yeah, it's a standard for how uh, participants will be supported in this. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and there's also Proposition C, which is uh, is the again the reallocation or the reauthorization of that one eighth sales tax mm -hmm. for the Via Metropolitan to be effective January one, twenty twenty six. So oh. we are taking we are reallocating from Via with mm -hmm. Via's support mm -hmm. in uh, switching to workforce development, and then in twenty twenty six it will be reallocated to be Oh, okay. Here's a question. Can someone sure. vote for all three or do they have to choose one? Oh, no. Oh, no. All three. Okay. They all kind of work together. Got and it. So that's ideal. But my focus today is yeah. Proposition B. Got it. Okay, great. Ooh, mm -hmm. thank you for sharing. Awesome. Anything you want to say? I do want to talk about the kind of what's happening in Houston a little bit, but um, anything else you want to share about kind of the San Antonio initiative and what's going on? So the, uh, right now it's, um, there's not a whole lot of money available to promote this mm. through the city. Fundraising efforts have been good, but it's mm. not sufficient. And mm -hmm. so that's what, I and other members of my church, other members of other institutions are concentrating on mm -hmm. of educating the public yeah. about Proposition B mm -hmm. and to the and um, get out the vote. Yes. This this is the only way it's going to pass. Yeah. Is if we go out and we vote. And if we're not registered to vote register to vote yes can you share how I, i'm registered however yeah. <laughs> i yeah, i had to transfer because i moved from houston to san antonio so that mm -hmm. was simple but can you someone who lives in the area that's not registered can you say about how they can do that oh sure so what i can do is after the podcast i'm going to post on your on your page mm -hmm. uh, the link to be able to download one the application mm -hmm. so that you can fill it in and you can either mail it or you can deliver it to the Bear County Election Office. Okay, great. And uh, yeah, and the deadline for submitting your application is October fifth. Okay. That would allow you to vote on November third. Okay, got it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, so it's really a simple step great. of just downloading the application, and I'll provide the the link to that. Awesome. Okay, cool. So, and I'll also provide it in the description of this podcast as well. And of course, this is going to be, this podcast will be posted on all social media platforms. So yes, awesome. Great. So if you're watching this and you found this uh, podcast on Facebook, uh, please check out the post and there will be a link on how you can download the app and what to do so you can get registered by October 5th. Woo, it's right around the corner, but you can do it. We can do it, guys. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. Can you share a little bit about what's, you know, what you know about Houston and the initiative there? Apparently, there's like a similar type of um, initiative there as well. Is that correct? Yes, yes. So uh, the organization, organization that I'm associated with 
here in San Antonio is the Communities Organized for Public Service. Mm -hmm. And they are responsible, this organization, it's a nonprofit organization that is committed to providing, um, uh, working with city officials and addressing issues that relate to families. Wow. So they don't support candidates, they <laughs> support issues. And there is a similar program in Houston. It's called the Metropolitan Organization, or TMO. Got it. And they have a similar program, like just like uh, Communities Organized for Public Service, or COPS for short. Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, support or um, help to create Project Quest. TMO. Oh has a similar program. It's called Capital Idea Houston. Wow. And there's a website that you can visit. There's there's a website for mm -hmm. the TMO, but there's also a website to the Capital Idea Houston. So it's www.capitalideahouston.org. Great. And that is a similar program as Project Quest. Mm -hmm. It's a workforce development program and that's for long-term programs, and it is to train low-income workers out of poverty wage jobs and into living wage careers. So mm -hmm. um, it does, like you had mentioned earlier, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go to college, mm -hmm. but there are trades that are available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they pay really well. They do. Yeah. I mean, wow. that, that's exactly its uh, purpose mm -hmm. is to change the face of families. That's and, awesome. Wow. Uh, and it is an opportunity in, to, um, it actually provides the power to create your future and to change the face of generations that follow. Yes. Your family's exact example of the impact that wow. these programs have. And um, um, and I don't know that there's a similar initiative in Houston, but this is in place. This is already exists. And uh, there may be something similar mm -hmm. regarding COVID because this is how what it was born out of. The wow. initiative in San Antonio was in the initiative because of the impact of COVID on our economy. I didn't know that. Wow. Oh, yes. Yeah, and there's there so are... many people impact, impacted by COVID, you know, jobs in terms of jobs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. and that's, that's true all over. Yes, yes. And, uh, wow. Um, for what the main the key to uh, the difference that Project Quest makes and the Capital Idea Houston mm -hmm. makes is not only do they provide the wraparound services that support uh, those in training, but it also recruits or partners up with employers for jobs that are already available. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's great. And that, that, that's key, key. Yes. yes. <laughs> and the 
job ready and waiting for you. You just got to get trained for it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh, well, yeah. my brother went through it. It wasn't anything like this, but he went to, um, I won't say the name, but it was a particular certification for IT uh, technology. And yeah. uh, it was a phenomenal program. And it took him two years to get a job in the tech industry after he completed it. And boy, it was challenging for him, <laughs> you know. And so it, he finally got in and he has a really well-paying job now. He um, And uh, but yeah, it can be. It, it's so helpful and beneficial what to know that there is that support of like companies and partners that are really ready to hire because that's part of it is you go through this process of training and then having, you know, opportunity for empl- for placement is so encouraging and helpful. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Wow. That's awesome. I was wondering, can you provide two things of uh, the website address for cops as well? And also do they have a Facebook page that people can check out what they're doing on social media? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Project Quest. I'm, I'm sorry. You said Carl. Mm-hmm. Or whichever one would be like the best uh, website for people to go to if they want to find out like what the initiative is, uh, Proposition B, and, you know, some people like to, to read a little more detail. <laughs> I guess they could do a search on Proposition yeah. well, B, but there's probably a website somewhere for it. There is. There is. It's the, the Bear County Election Office. Okay, I, awesome. I was able to print the uh, the ballot so that I could see the wording. And, uh, awesome. Absolutely, yes. Oh, and, I'm totally going to do that, too. That's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, the website for uh, the COPS and it's, and it's known as COPS Metro Alliance. So there's a sister organization that uh, is works in partnership with, with COPS. And okay. it, is, uh, it is the churches Got it. that are, aligned, are part of that. So it's okay. COPS Metro Alliance. And the website is www.copsmetro.com. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Awesome. And uh, do you know if there's a Facebook page too? Or I guess they could do a search on Cops Metro Alliance. Yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, they have. Great. Well, I know I'm going to be sharing this on all my platforms. And I don't know, I'm kind of feeling like we might want to do like a Facebook Live about this also. And kind of because it's such a... Yes. Yes. This is, everyone. Uh, like, this is so important because of the potential and we want to get the word out like big time. <laughs> yes. yes. Awesome. And that is, uh, right. And that is what drives me right now because it's a short window. It really is a short window. It's like hustle time. <laughs> and, you know, I get sometimes there isn't funding. Okay. We, what's the plan B? We can pivot. Organic. You know, sharing, that's very powerful. <laughs> yes. And awesome. So, uh, yeah. So the main, the only way it's going to happen is if we go out and vote. Yes. And that we vote for the initiative. Yes. So, that's good. And I mean, like, seriously, I know I'm going to go vote. I'm going to early vote myself, but I'm sure people just don't know. And I mean, how many, I know there have been times where I've seen propositions. I'm like, I don't know what that is. 
you know so i don't like to vote for something if i don't know what it is so thank you for bringing this to our attention so now we have some awareness and for the you know we can research look into it so we're making a really uh you know our do you sit our citizenship we're exercising our rights to vote and voting for something that's going to really make a huge difference so that's right this is an opportunity to make our voices heard yeah and um and create something phenomenal that's great for san antonio yes all the forty thousand families that all have kids that's forty thousand plus probably kids which their lives are going to be impacted. I mean, it's the really a ripple effect. So thank you. Thank you for your commitment and your willingness to just go out there. And thanks for being on the podcast today. It's really, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Venice. I really appreciate the opportunity and thank you. Thank you for your service to the community. Mm. I love your podcast. I love um, your daily postings and um, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Until next time, everyone. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Welcome, 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 everyone. It's Benice Robbins, and it is that time. That's right. It's time for our podcast episode. (laughs) So I know that there are going to be some people, you know, the nature of podcasts, you run across a podcast or someone suggested that you check it out. And so I just want to say a little bit about myself. Uh, the name of my podcast is Venice and Friends, and I am Venice. That's right. My last name is Robbins. And I am a life coach, a nutritionist, a business strategist. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> These days, I find that what I'm doing more of is kind of um, in the world of business consulting and, and helping women start small businesses. But by training, I'm a life coach and a nutritionist as well. So um, the name of my podcast is Venice and Friends. And the reason why is because I am like core to who I am. I'm extremely collaborative. I don't do life alone. And so I think about four months ago, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to totally change like my, how I do things. And I'm going to really include women that are up to something. And so I have had Gail on the the podcast. I've had, um, Alisa on, I've had Stephanie. I mean, there have been several guests who, some of them are regulars, (laughs) And, you know, one of the things I love sharing is and having dialogue about is people who uh, are at the beginning of something and then having the opportunity to see their journey, like in conversation and experience the growth and development that they have. And of course, the, the, the unfolding of fulfilling the dream that they're really pursuing. So today I have a new friend I want to introduce to you, and that's Maria Garcia. Hi, Maria. Hello, Venice. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. I I am so honored to be here. Thanks. I'm sure I have a feeling it's going to be the first of several. Just because what you're up to is like so what I'm really, I I have a strong interest in the nature of what you're out to really accomplish. So 
let's get started because I've really been like so looking forward to this conversation. So first, just kind of like tell us a little bit about yourself, just kind of, you know, get related and we're all eagerly listening, maybe whatever you'd like to share. Sure, sure. So uh, my husband and I have a accounting firm or a CPA firm. And Mm -hmm. so we've had that for over 40 years. And we've assisted thousands of people in preparing their tax returns, in assisting them with uh, some managerial advisory services. Mm -hmm. I've done bookkeeping. I've done managing the firm and just kind of being everything, uh, both of us really being in that uh, that arena. And we, we love it. And wow. People think that's weird. And, <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, and, um, and what I noticed probably about 12 years ago is that um, we could assist people in doing what we were doing, but we couldn't really give them any, um, any concrete advice, such mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, you should uh, invest in a 401k or you should invest into some retirement mm-hmm. or you should uh, you know do something to get out of debt and mm-hmm. I we didn't really have the tools to give them other than you know advice yeah go do it and so 12 years ago I became a licensed insurance agent wow. so that I could acquire those tools and wow. it really has been a mission for me of being able to teach people financial literacy and it's so rewarding and you know um it's great and Mm -hmm. um, and it's it has also now expanded into uh not just giving financial literacy lessons but it's sharing information about resources that are already out there and um and so, yeah, so this is uh, what I'm up to now is working with a, a group of people that are of the same like and mind of mm-hmm. sharing the knowledge that they have wow. and making a difference. And right now, with everything happening with COVID, with the economy, mm-hmm. there are resources out there for individuals and for families, and mm. they're just not aware of it. And, yes. And that's what I'm committed to and wow. creating a team around that so that uh, uh, so it's just not me. I'm not enough to do yeah. that. I need a team of people I need. Wow. Uh, and uh, and I really appreciate you having me on this podcast because this allows me to expand uh who I am and yes! that I could actually be on a podcast and, <laughs> uh, and reach, reach uh, hundreds, maybe thousands of people. And, Absolutely. Uh, That's so, you're so welcome. I think we have podcasts, you know, like uh, people who tune in from all over the United States. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just so inspired. You know, one of the things that I hear and what you're sharing is one, uh, your, your real, it's like an expression. You know, we all have like our, just who we are and there are different expressions of who we are. And I really get that 
what you're doing, even from the bookkeeping and the, just the different iterations of what you have done in your career is really like an expression of who you are and, you know, how you can really serve people. And um, the other thing I definitely hear is like just tremendous generosity in, you know, you have this knowledge and well, throughout your business, you've been like, you know, educating people and kind of giving them advice for lack of better words or, you know, consulting. And now I see like you're really taking that knowledge and like expanding it, like really having it be something that gets to be more structured perhaps Mm -hmm. so that it can, yeah, so it can really resource people. And I mean, this is one thing I'm learning right now. I think you're definitely have more of a a development or in this area, but you can't do it alone to have that type of reach. um, It really does require like-minded people who are like, Hey, we're going to put, you know, our, we're going to throw, what is this? We're going to throw our hat over the fence and we're going to do this is the expression, I think, (laughs) you know, and honestly, I'm barely at that point. I just finally got like, Oh, you mean I can't do it alone? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking forward to, you know, hearing more of your wisdom and also just, you know, how you've grown and developed and what that provides to people like me who are growing committedly to ultimately make a difference. So, wow, that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about your team and kind of just who these people are and, so you know. There, yeah, so there are a variety of people and mm-hmm. some of them are insurance agents that mm-hmm. can give financial literacy lessons. Mm-hmm. Some of them are younger than wow. I am and mm-hmm. are media savvy and mm-hmm. uh, have a whole reach into the younger uh, to the younger population who mm-hmm. are in a position to um, uh, in a position to really set themselves up for success mm. at, at a very young age because mm-hmm. um, um, and so so that's great one yeah so one of them is my daughter Marcella oh and uh, I've had my son Javier on the team in the uh-huh. past wow. and so in, like I said insurance agents we've had yeah. uh, people some of our clients some yes. of my clients I have agreed to join and we're just kind of, we're still expanding. Yes. And, uh, and, and I have other people in mind that are already doing something along the lines that we're doing, but let's Mm -hmm. collaborate and share, share so that your Mm -hmm. reach can be bigger. And, uh, and we can do what my little mission statement is here. Okay. I'm going to give that up. Not a little. (laughs) It's my mission statement of being able to provide as much information to as many people as possible so that we can get through this uh, times of uncertainty. Yeah, that's fabulous. uh, Wow, that's that's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your mission. Like, I get that's who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us a little bit about, like, the resources you provide and who they're really for. So, um, so one thing that, uh, so it's a multi- multitude mm-hmm. of, of resources mm-hmm. and we're still 
researching and mm -hmm. developing uh, our message around those resources. So Got one it. resource that is um, very timely is workforce development. That is where uh, we have a number of people, we have a lot of people mm -hmm. whose jobs have just simply been eliminated because of the COVID. Yes. Uh, all the hospitality people, not all, mm -hmm. but a majority mm -hmm. a good of number, hospitality yeah. people have lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. And right now there is no, um, they have no way of knowing, and even the owners, owners have no way of knowing if and when they're going to come back. Mm -hmm. And so here in San Antonio, we just passed our, or have passed an initiative. Well, mm -hmm. I should say we um, voted to have it on the mm -hmm. ballot in November mm -hmm. of having um, the 0 0.8 cents sales tax devoted to workforce development. And this wow. is created in partnership with um, with uh, community leaders, mm -hmm. we uh, there's the organization called Communities Organized for Public Service, mm -hmm. who are working for uh, for families, and wow. uh, and their agenda is uh, having um, resources available and mm -hmm. using the public monies to advance our economy and to develop ourselves. Wow. And um, and also in partnership with uh, uh, education mm -hmm. uh, professionals and uh, university presidents and community wow. college presidents, mm -hmm. and also with an organization called Project Quest. Yes. So, yeah. So Project Quest mm -hmm. is, the, is committed to assisting uh, the unemployed, the mm -hmm. underemployed, to. Uh, train for jobs that are available. That's great. And, um, and not just a, uh, it's not just a, like a class where they teach you something and then they put you out there mm -hmm. and say, okay, go, mm -hmm. go and figure it out from here. We've already done our job. No, mm. their job is to help their participants Mm -hmm. get through the training. They have what they call wraparound services. They assist with support, coaching, wow. uh, with uh, rent, utility, mm -hmm. childcare, bus you know, tickets, mm -hmm. and anything to support them getting through the courses. Wow. And they work with community leaders and have the, um, have the jobs lined up for these wow. individuals. That's great. So commitments. So. Well, I have to say, you know, you don't know this, but um, I was, I was on your, your, the Facebook page uh, last night, the tools for life Facebook page. And um, which by the name, your initiative is tools for life. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> to even like pass that, but tools for life is Maria's uh, project or her initiative. And uh I saw the Project Quest uh, kind of um, announcement or, you know, information, and I went through Project Quest almost 30 years ago. Yes. No. No, it was kidding. almost 20 years ago. Yes. And I was a single mom, 21, with three kids under the age of five, and I was like, I'm going to college, mostly because my mom, my mom was like, 
you better go to college because I am not going to babysit your kids and you're not going to live in my home. Okay, mom, I got married and divorced by 21. That's a whole lot going on there. And so, you know, I, I applied and I got into Project Quest and it was literally like if I did not have that resource, I don't think I would have been able to go to school because I, I got childcare 100% paid for my wow. baby. Um, my other two children actually was two kids and then one of them was just starting kinder. All of my books were paid for school. Um, I got um, transportation, like money for transportation. It was such a huge resource. And I did. I just knew like I want to go to school, but I didn't know what to do. And I, I also went to Alamo Community College for two years. And then I transferred to Incarnate Word. And that's where I graduated from. But it was so huge. I actually probably should reach out to them just to get like a testimonial. I mean, oh since then I start, I, I got a job as a nutritionist working with an MD in, in San Antonio. And then I started my own business and now I'm, you know, I think I'm on my third business at this point. Uh, so, and, and my eldest son literally is in his last semester and he just got hired at NASA space center in Houston. I have, wow. yeah, another son who is in accounting. So, you know, they say statistically, at least for single moms, like when a single mother goes to school and gets a degree, uh, I believe the statistic is that her children have like a 40% higher probability. And I could be wrong with the 40%. I, did, I wasn't really planning on having this conversation. So I'm not prepared <laughs> from that, the statistical side, yeah, but it's yeah. definitely more a higher probability that her children will go to school. I don't know if it's everybody needs to go to college, but I do believe that there is value in children seeing their parents excel, whether if it is a trade you know, yeah. electrician, yeah. a plumber, a HVAC, or a, a college degree, but that they mm -hmm. see something like an elevation because it, it shows them there's more possible. And I will say this real quick before we move on, and that's um, all three of my sons, every single one of them at different points have told me, Mom, I saw you, you went to school. You started, you went and you got a job. You said, I'm going to start a business. Everybody told me not to do it. And I did it anyways. And, uh, and you know, they, they're like, you really modeled that I can do anything that I want. And I never realized the enormous impact that that was going to have on my children. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No. Um, so one last, one last thing is my grandson, Daniel mm -hmm. has applied to Project Quest because he does not was all set to go to college uh -huh. and he decided that that was not for him and yeah. so he is applying for uh a degree as a diesel mechanic yes so, yeah. so Ooh, those that's great opportunities are there yes oh my god i'm so excited about the resources and just depending on what it is that people need uh, they may be able to get really plugged in tell us a little bit about like uh, can you give us a little more about the specifics of different resources that are available and also who they're for? Like, is it only for San Antonio or is it like the air? What is your service area, I guess? So, um, so there are, um, so who I've worked with in the past mm -hmm. are the recently um, uh, released from incarceration. Okay, got it. Uh, and um, 
we learned a lot about the resources that are available through the county. Mm. And this is not just unique to Bear County. Mm -hmm. uh, I have assisted someone in Austin to plug mm -hmm. into that, that county and mm -hmm. assist in, um, uh, in getting the resources. And um, they're, they're just available. Wow. And um, um, because recently incarcerated come out and they don't know anything. Yes. They, and they're so fearful of, yes. of yeah. what is out there. And if they don't have the support yeah. mechanism, they're just going to yeah. uh, reoffend and mm -hmm. go right back. Yeah. And, uh, and so the resources to the recently incarcerated are numerous. Wow. Jobs available to them, mm -hmm. mental uh, assi mental health assistance. Wow. There are also mm -hmm. uh, for those individuals that don't have insurance. There are clinics mm -hmm. uh, here in the city, and it's not unique to San Antonio mm -hmm. of, uh, that they can receive medical assistance for either no cost or low cost wow and um and it's just that here in san antonio there's the wesley clinic mm -hmm. and there's also casa salute oh. and uh these are these are doctors that are committed to being actual doctors and not just plugged into the machinery of the insurance companies wow that's and, great yeah, yeah so those those are just a few of that. Mm -hmm. We have, uh, I know of one landmark graduate, mm -hmm. uh, Gabby, mm -hmm. who is part of an organization that provides assistance to anyone who needs it. Do wow. you need a meal? Mm -hmm. Do you need a ride? Do you need something? And so they're providing, they're kind of like uh they're hands-on, and there mm -hmm. are in action to to uh, provide what is needed right in the moment. Wow, and that's so great. Those, yeah, and so it's plugging into that and making sure that more people know about that. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, powerful. I, I love I, it. I just, I just isn't like, it exciting? I know. I'm like, is. I'm excited just hearing about it. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, the other question I was going to ask you is. Well, I have, you know, the thing about being on social media is um, I, I have my reach. I have several like followers in California and I had a lady that just literally like we, I was chatting with her via instant message about her husband who lost his job, literally the kind of situation what you're saying, and he's not been able to get another one. So they are in Long Beach, California. So I may, what I hear you're saying, you saying is like the, in, 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 in some cases there are similarities like maybe san antonio has a type of resource and that type of resource through like for instance the county may be available in another city mm -hmm. um it's it's probable so if you're aware of a type of resource and someone could maybe you know possibly plug into that type of resource in the county in which they live is that correct is that what i heard you say correct That's okay correct. got it okay and yeah so the reason why is because I know there's going to be people who listen to this podcast who are not in Texas. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening and you are like, hey, I know someone, 
please feel free to reach out to Maria. Maria, how can people, first of all, follow you on, on social media and then email and website? So my email is, um, is Mary at M-A-R-Y at H-E Garcia C-P-A dot com. And my cell number is 210-392-5562. And my work number is 210-492-5522. Okay. And um, I do have a website, but it, it is in development. And oh, okay. No problem. I will. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to dedicate myself to getting that up and running and posting that on the tools for life initiative awesome and your facebook page is tools for life that's correct tools for life yeah awesome one thing i want to acknowledge you for is i acknowledge you for like doing it you know uh sometimes like i think it's a it's a real like model for everything can either it doesn't have to be perfect before we get an action. Mm-hmm. And also th- when things are set up, things can keep evolving and be in flux and we yeah. can still be in action. That's right. And, That's and so right. I really acknowledge you for that. And just really like, you know, being on my podcast, like we did this video on my Facebook page yesterday morning and, you know, it's just like super exciting. So I just so love how you're in action in service of others. So thank you for being that type of human being. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Any last thing you want to say before we go? Um. So one thing that um, that I that I just want to convey is mm-hmm. that um, I know there's some people out there that are are stuck, mm-hmm. and they may be, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't have any. My I don't have a job. I don't know where to go get a job, mm-hmm. and they're stuck in in um like the morass that's happening in their in their head yes and um and there's an opportunity to get yourself unstuck by being Mm -hmm. in communication yes and um and it can start with me it can start with a family member it can start with a best friend and just speculate speculate on what we can do together because alone we will not have as great a success. Oh yes. And so being in communication and doing it with others. That's so awesome. Com- yeah. Communicating just with yourself. <laughs> that usually doesn't work. I used to tell my son, I used to tell John, John, you know, your mind, it can be like a bad neighborhood. <laughs> You got to like really guard your mind, man. Cause sometimes the thoughts in our head, they're like, they're really not good. They're like super disempowering. He used to be like, mom, please. I'm like, really? You know, you got to yeah. go armed and dangerous when it comes to getting in your thoughts, man. Be very aware <laughs> of what you're thinking. Okay. So now this is going to definitely have to be our second conversation. Cause now you're tapping into something that is so core to who I am, which is, um, 
you talked about the morass in our in our head. And I think that would be a really great conversation, like a follow up. Maybe we could do mm-hmm. a series uh, because I, I talk to people on social media, like so many people. And it's in my experience, the people that I've encountered through Facebook, really, um, they are they are struggling. And many people, for whatever reason, they're not in community. So they they either have a poor support system. They may be. Or people just kind of negative, their family included. And so they feel their experiences like feeling really alone. Mm -hmm. And I think conversations like this and hearing it from different voices, it's such a huge contribution. Because what you just said, I say, but I think it's so invaluable to hear it in different ways from different voices as a real like, oh, maybe if I get in communication or, oh, you know, like I don't have to do life alone and, and speculate, well, what else is possible here? You know, what could be possible? Definitely possibly more than being alone and not communicating. You know, <laughs> highly probable, right? Yeah. Yeah. So would, would you be willing to have that conversation with me on another episode? Absolutely. I kind of put yeah, you on the absolutely. spot, though, I guess. I didn't no, think about it. No, it's great. <laughs> I Somehow I felt you would say yes, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, Maria, thank you so much. I love how just our worlds collided for this kind of spontaneous conversation. Oh, my God. In a way, it but is. I know. It's a small world. It oh, is. I do believe in divine connections, though. So I think there's a real purpose for this. And so, yeah. So just thank you so much. And if you are listening, I know I know of people I will be sharing this podcast with who are in a, in a situation of transition from losing employment, uh, please reach out to Maria and she will be more than happy to assist you, direct you and resource you in to the fullest, whatever she's able to do, or I'm sure point you to someone else. So thank you, Absolutely. Maria. Thank you. Denise. Have a great day until the next Bye. conversation. Uh, looking forward to it. <laughs> Bye, Bye everyone. Bye-bye.